Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Diane Franklin as Monique Genon, and you are listening to $2 Late Fee. Is that right? I like this title. Before there was IMDB.com, there was Zach and Dustin. You know those guys who think they know everything about a movie without having to go on the internet to look it up? Well, that's us, but maybe only for the years 1981 through mid-1989. No, I'd say late 1978 through early 1992. <laughs> Either way, we know movies. And even more specifically, we know soundtracks from those movies. Yeah, this is $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. This is the podcast where we pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it still holds up today. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Happy New Year, $2 late fears. Welcome to another uh, exciting, uh, 80s relevant, loving episode of $2 late Yes! Zach's here. Hi, everybody. Shana Tova. Wait, does that work? It doesn't, but it does. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, uh, you know, will you, will you give that to me? I'll give it to you. What a great new year it's started off to be already. Oh, it's just such a good new year. <laughs> uh, Trump was impeached. Yes. Uh, that was great. Pence when that went with him. Uh, Pence, yeah, Pence was thrown in prison. Nancy Pelosi, um, the first female president. This yeah. is really such an exciting year um, so far. The DeLorean came back? Uh, the, the DeLorean <laughs> just appeared randomly. Uh, it kidnapped Stephen Miller and threw him into the into the uh, medieval times. Holly Shore took over his job, so, uh, you know. It was seamless. Yep. Yeah, it's been, it's been great. I'm really excited for 2020. How about so you? I. Oh, I am so thrilled. And I'm so thrilled that we're kicking off the new year with what could quite possibly be your favorite film of all the times. Yeah, I mean, there's no quite possibly about it. Okay. Um, whoa, whoa, my okay. favorite film of all times, of all times, or all time, is Better Off Dead. I'll be better off dead than I live without you. Um, and that is also the song, yes. One Way Love, performed by E.G. Elizabeth Daly. Oh my gosh. I mean, we'll break down the soundtrack to this movie, but let's, yeah. because there are so many possibilities as to what could be the song to choose for this movie. Yeah. And when I, when you said that that's the song, I'm like, well, of course it has to be, but there's so many other great songs in this film that, as well. Yeah, right, that it could be. It also. could be. And this is technically, this is this is technically a Christmas movie and a New Year's movie. It is because in the movie that they cover those those periods. Both of them, Merry yep. Christmas is mentioned, and so is Happy New Year's. When Lane Meyer walks into the Lane Meyer, played by John Cusack, walks into the room of his younger brother Badger, who's uh, surrounded by prostitutes. 
on uh, New Year's <laughs> Eve. And he just says, Happy New Year. And closes the door. For the longest time, I didn't register to me as a kid that that was actually Happy New Year. I, I thought okay. that that was just something he was saying. Oh, like, like a very, throwaway? Very irreverently, like a... yes. Yeah. Um, like, happy birthday, you filthy animal. Yeah, or, or whatever. Uh, keep the change, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so so I, for a long time, would say Happy New Year, whatever. <laughs> you know, it didn't matter when it was. I would just say that to people. And I think there is something really funny about saying Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Um, well into June, although I don't think people agree with me because the year's weird. <laughs> well, if you do that, then I want to say happy birthday to everybody I see. Happy yeah. birthday, and somebody will be like, it's not my birthday, asshole. And right. Like, well, happy birthday anyways. Did you um, <laughs> did you know that there was that, that Disney song and there was like a a very, a very merry unbirthday to you? I didn't know that. Yeah, so was that it, was... Is it goofy? The goofy a very song? merry unbirthday to you. To you. Um, I don't know who it is. I really feel like I should. Yeah, we'll um, have to look that up. Yeah, I would. Yeah, we'll save that for I our don't have birthday the podcast today. episode. Yeah, all the a very merry unbirthday. Oh, if you don't have the energy, you will by by uh, in about in about thirty seconds after we play this awesome. No, never mind. <laughs> um, so w- when you said Badger, I-, I didn't realize his name is actually Scooter Stevens. Oh, the actor. Yes, the actor yeah. who plays Badger. Yeah. Meyer in the film. Um, this movie holds a special place in your heart because why? Well, this movie, um, it's a great question. Thank you for asking. I only ask great questions. Um, this movie <laughs> was one of the movies that kind of shaped my comedic perspective um, because it was so, you, you know, for those that haven't seen it, I really recommend that you see it, but it's it's a story. John Cusack plays Lane Meyer. His girlfriend breaks up with him very early in the movie, and he realizes there's no point in me living anymore. I'd be better off dead without her. And um, it basically begins all these kind of off-the-wall uh, way. He tries to kill himself in all these kind of unusual ways. Um, you want to want to give the listeners a few uh, ideas he tra- of <laughs> how he tries to kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> well, like don't he, do this at home, by the way. You know, he tries to. You know, and, and I should say he and he always gets hilariously thwarted yeah. in some way. Well, he he cha- he changes his mind at the last second. Like, what am I doing? Right for a lot of it. Yeah, for a lot of it. But like, you know, at one point he's he's standing on an overpass, <laughs> yeah. and you know he's about to jump down, and you know, and his friend. Um, and his friend, played by Curtis Armstrong, uh, Charles Demar. Uh, Charles Demar, who's been in high school for seven and a half yeah. years. <laughs> you know, he comes over and he's like, "Yeah, no, man, you don't want to kill yourself. You know, buck up, little camper. And buck pat, up, little camper. You know, pats him on the back. He loses his balance and falls into a, a passing garbage truck. <laughs> and then, you know, one of the big lines in the movie is there's a an African American uh, worker a telephone telephone utility worker just looking down shaking his head like damn shame they thrown away a perfectly good white boy like that <laughs> yeah. that that guy by the way uh is from the 21 jump street he was mm. the the um police chief for the kids oh wow yeah um Look the guy yeah, he's been in a handful of 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 movies but I did not know that. Yeah, and he's also in later in the movie when Lane uh drives into that mud pit 
yeah. goes off the yeah. ramp into the muppet, yeah. and he's like the worker. He's the he's the worker mm. that kind of runs out of the way before. Got it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Because come back again. I haven't seen this movie uh, in maybe 20 years. Okay, so I had just watched it recently, much to my very. Very happy, contented surprise that I loved it just as yeah, much now as I did back then. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome to hear. I mean, I, I probably watch this like every two years. Okay. Um, and uh, getting back to your original question, I think it's just a movie that I, um, it did shape my comedic perspective. It was very irreverent. I thought it had a really, you know, it's it's based in a reality, but all these off the wall things happen, but it doesn't, it's not in a, in a, it doesn't pull you out of the story. You know, you're like, no. that's not believable because a lot of it is like presumably in Lane's head, mm-hmm. you know, when like oh, it, the yeah. TV's talking to him or whatever it is, you know, it's, it's, it's not, um, Hey Lane, do you yeah. mind if I go out with you? <laughs> Beth? With Beth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Barney Rebel talking to him. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but I okay. think too, I think that Fair we enough. can assume that people, who are listening to this have seen it. Yeah, because the movie came out in 1985. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But actually, you know what, though? There are quite a few people that I know that haven't seen this movie because I bring it up to them, and they're like, oh, yeah, I don't think I ever saw that that John Cusack film. Weird. Because but they when, know that John Cusack was in it? Yeah. because the, the, and, and it's funny that they say that because I think John Cusack maybe has never seen this movie all the way through according to the urban history urban myth about <laughs> it's questionable um there's a lot of sources that say um well so he was um he had a two-picture deal to work with savage steve holland the director the director of this movie yeah. who directed this and one crazy summer and, and how i got into college and how i got into college but john cusack was not in that yes. so that was not part of his two-picture deal but uh they filmed this one first and then when they were filming One Crazy Summer, uh, Savage Steve had a cut of the movie that he screened for the cast, allegedly. So he must have just finished. He, so he was shoot, they were shooting One Crazy Summer while they were finishing up Bed right. Dead. Right. Wow. And, and they screened it. They had a screening around that same time. And, um, and John Cusick apparently like, le- you know, ran out, like left and was like, this is, uh, you know, I don't, I don't trust you as a filmmaker or yeah. something. Like 20 that. minutes in, allegedly. Um, you know, this was not what I thought it was. Yeah. But, uh, but I've also heard that he does like the movie and that's just more of a, uh, um, you know, a, a rumor that's gotten out of hand too. So maybe, um, he, maybe he had to, yeah. Cause, cause the, what I was reading on, according to IMDB was that he stormed out after 20 minutes, said, I'm never going to work with you again. I don't ever want to talk to you again. He finished up One Crazy Summer, and that was the end. Yeah. Because he was he was contractually obligated uh, right. to do it. Right. Uh, and then that was the end of that. It seems like one of those stories that is very dramatized. Yes. It um, feels way more dramatic than Yeah. Because you know. watching it again this time around, I enjoyed it from beginning to end. There, there are yeah. moments where it feels like the first half of the movie feels like one movie. The second half of the movie feels like another right. movie because right. the, the scenes are like skits, right? The, uh, yeah. the first the half of the yeah. movie. And then there is this shift, which we won't go into, but uh, there is a shift. And once that shift happens, um, well, yeah, the, the, from that point on, each the, the scenes feel a little bit longer to me. And they're more kind mm-hmm. of one-on-one versus a bunch of characters. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So that, I mean, that's a cool, I don't know if that was intentional or not. Um, but it definitely feels that way because it's like the first half is like almost this dream world where he wants to kill himself. And apparently this is based on savage Steve Holland's own life. Correct. Yeah. Right. Uh, which is really sad and dark yeah. in a way, but I guess maybe relatable to teenagers out there. You feel uh, like your life is over when you get dumped by somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Just that kind of narrow-minded perspective. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. I think swingers encapsulated what it's like to be in your 20s mm-hmm. and lose the love of your life. Right. And as a teenager in this, yeah, I, I could relate to that. Right. Well, not really because I actually wanted to break up with the, my first girlfriend because oh. she was just weird. She was weird? It's my, my first and only girlfriend in high school, and I was like, why did I do this a week into it? Like did she did she approach you? She did. She asked me to the Sadie Hawk Sadie Hawkins oh, dance. Oh yeah, and yeah. I think at the time I was like, "Am I ever gonna get a girlfriend?" I wasn't even thinking about getting laid per right. se. Like, I just I need just, a girlfriend. Yeah, you know, I I need a girlfriend. Write a, write a passage. Everybody's got a girlfriend. Yeah. I gotta have one. And yeah. uh, and Jack uh, Jackie Lee, she was uh, she she. Yeah, she asked me out. Next thing you know, we're we're dating. Yeah, and about a couple of days into it, I realized what did I do? Now, and how did that? How did you uh, know that you were dating? Did she say, "Do you want to date me?" I, I think we we kissed at the Sadie Hawkins dance, oh, okay. and then I was like, "Oh, okay, that means That's, we're dating." We're now. dating. I see. And the bad thing was, I had like four classes with her, and this was um, I think in May. Of, yeah. of junior year, oh, and I God. couldn't leave. Like I knew if I broke up with her, I'd have to see her every. Your classes would day. be awkward. And oh so God. we yeah, made. I made it there. to the end of the year. Like she would scream at me at school. Oh my God! To to like you know, get over here and you're having lunch with me and oh, and and you know, sorry, like, I don't want your friends. Terrible. I don't want your friends coming to lunch. You know, and she was she was horrible. And uh, and and I was like. I was so meek and feeble. I was just kind yeah. of like, well, I'll do whatever I, whatever you say. Yes, Jackie. And then my buddy Jamal is like, yo, man, what are you doing? Like, yeah. This is, you got you to gotta get rid of this girl. Right. So, and, he's, and he's right, of course. Oh, but he's you totally can't, right. You know, and you know that he's right. And you yeah. feel it in your heart, but you also can't. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. I'm like, well, what do I do? I can't break up with her. Because yeah. if I do, then I'm going to see her every day. Right. And you don't want to be a bad guy, too. No. Because you're, you're such a nice guy. I yeah. just mean, in general, it's like, you know, like, how can I come out of this intact? Yeah. With, yeah like, with Jackie's my... still liking me, you know, and yeah. like, I'm still a good person. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because I think the way I ended it, I invited her, I didn't invite her to my birthday. Uh huh. Always and, a good sign. Yeah. And we went to, uh, for my birthday, we decided to do like a hiking trip thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then she came to the party later that day and like, and, and I, and I had like a party after Yeah, she shows up and at that point I'm like, I got to break up. Yeah. Yeah. And I called her on the phone and I did it over the phone and she just kept saying, why, why, right. why? And then finally I said, because you annoyed the hell out of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I hung up the phone. And then I, that was it. Oh, I thought, oh, we'll have the whole oh, summer God. to not see each other. Yep. And then I started getting crank phone call, oh, crank phone calls. God. Toilet flushing. Oh, what? I'll pick up the phone, you know, F you. Did you have your own line? No, my, the, the 
but I would pick up the phone, you know. I'd be, so she'd make sure it was you and then flush it. Yeah, right? actually. But if it wasn't you, she'd just hang up. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's what was happening. It's a little foggy. And then I had my senior year where I walked down the halls and she'd be screaming my name out again. Sick! And like, oh my God. I mean, that's not a good look for anybody. No. Screaming someone's name. Yeah. And then people like laughing at me for no reason. Right. Because she's starting rumors or whatever. And I'm like, man, right. hey, I get it. Like, we right. broke up. Look, yes. Oh, can we just end oh, this? Oh, man. So the flip side of Better Off Dead, I was like, maybe it's, it'll be easier if, I'm, <laughs> if I drink some uh, oh, primer. That would be terrible. For, uh, <laughs> for Christmas <Right>? time. <laughs> Anyways, oh, that was God. a really long story. Oh, Jenny, this liqueur. It's just <laughs> fantastic liqueur. Yeah, you know this movie inside and out, right? I pretty much. I pretty do. I pretty much do. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have a lot of uh, negative to say or I know, don't see critical criticism about it. I just yeah. I don't think there's anything negative you can say about this movie. Yeah, it's a 97 minute movie. It's a tight little package. It's got a great it's, cast. I love the cast. I love the characters. Um, what I was gonna say is that I remember being in uh, sixth grade. This is just to build, you know, off of your story. And I was asked out to go to the dance with a girl who I did not, I did not, you know, fancy. Um, and I, I kind of assumed that it was like as a friend, sort of a thing. And so I said, "Yeah, I'll go with you." And the the social backlash that occurred was just from unrelenting from accepting her proposal. Well, because in yeah, because in the in the mind of of all of sixth grade, it was we're yeah. dating now. Yeah, and you're, I didn't see that coming. I call going. me naive or whatever, but I didn't see that coming. Oh wow! And I was wow. just wow. like, Uh-oh. we're just going as like a friend thing. I'll just go, and everyone was like, you know, why, why, and why? The, and it was so severe. It was just so <laughs> severe that I had the same thing. I had to call her. And just be like, you know, and I couldn't be like, well, look, I misunderstood, you know, and I, you know, but I was just like, listen, I really, I just, I just want to go with my friends. Did she think you guys were dating at this point? Yeah. Well, she told everybody clearly because I went in the next day and it was like this, Ooh, like, yeah. you know, the, the town is a flutter with the news. Uh, Attention, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It really was like that. <laughs> like the scene um, in, uh, like the scene in, uh, in the movie when he challenges Stalin to a yep. race, and then next thing you know, he wants yeah. to keep it private, but right. everybody knows about right. it. <laughs> Lane Meyer will be racing this Saturday or this Sunday. So what happened? Um, no, so yeah, so she basically was like, "Oh, okay, I understand," you know, and oh. um, and but then you know took it very hard. Of course, she um, did. did she did she call you up and play a I, toilet not, flushing? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> Not to my knowledge. Did your mom have any recollection of the, this? <laughs> the first girl that I was quote dating you know it happened in seventh grade again it was a situation where like i didn't really um i I don't know like seventh grade dating to me it was like like maybe i'll see you somewhere kind of you know like there was never really an effort to like let's go do things outside of school yeah at least for you know in my world and like meet at the arcade or something like that yeah so i was like dating this girl uh and we started dating at like this party and i'm like she want to date sure let's date but you then, said date, you didn't say go, because we are. I don't know what like, I said. Do you want to go with you wanna, me? And I'm like, wanna, where do we want to go? It wasn't date. You're right. It was. Do you want to? Mine was like, if you want to go with go me, out? check this go box. Out? Yeah. Want to go out with me? I go out. I guess. Yeah. Mine was going. We're going. We're together. going together. <laughs> um, so weird. Yeah. And then I never saw her. I never really had any interest in seeing her. 
you know, and then one, and then I got a phone call <laughs> and then I got a phone call breaking up with me and I swear. Oh, she broke up with you. But, but it was her friend like that did it, you know, but posing as her. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Like she was like, <laughs> posing as her. I swear to God. Cause I was like, cause I was like, do you want to break her. up? Yeah. She's like, do you want to, do you want to break up? And I was like, did she have a deep voice? Her. I was like, yeah. Uh, who is this? It's a, uh, and, you know, and I don't want to say that, you know, okay. I, yeah. I don't want to. I know. Her, I but, totally but, outed that chick. Right? I totally outed Jackie Lee for the second time. Are you time guys now. friends on any social media? We were for a minute, and then I'm like, why am I friends with this person on Facebook? I don't want to be friends yeah, with Yeah, well, who cares? So it doesn't matter. <laughs> She's not listening. Yeah. Whatever. No. What's she up to now? Yeah. Who cares? She lives in San Diego, I think. The last time I checked, um, this was like seven or eight years ago. Right. <laughs> Went down that rabbit hole. Anyway, like... we can... Our <laughs> listeners, follow up. No. Um, it's fine. I mean, look. But the, but yeah, so, so she you know broke up with me, and I was like, that wasn't her. That wasn't her. That was her friend doing it because she didn't want, you know, letting her off the hook. That was Beth Leblonsky. But it was fine. It meant nothing. And I was like, great. Okay, it, cool. It meant, it meant nothing. It meant nothing. I just list, I just remember this story yeah. <laughs> photographically images. Um, it's just your story was bringing that back where I was like, because hey, my conception, <laughs> or I'm like sorry. dating, dating, just like dating it's, in oh, middle school I is so it. weird yeah. and like, go, yeah. Oh, I, I rem- you, you triggered a memory of me of, of how uh, a girl, I asked a girl to go with me in like fifth or fifth or sixth grade. Uh, I saw her on, on the recess yard and I thought she looked really cute. Yeah. She had her, she had her hair down and I'm like, oh, she looks really cute. Go ask her, go ask her friend if she'll go with me. And my friend told her friend and her friend told her and then telephone back. And yeah, yeah she's going, oh, we're going. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to see her at the next recess. Well, we had like an assembly in between that. I see her at the assembly. Her hair's now up oh. and I don't like the way she looks. <laughs> so I whisper to my friend, I go, go tell, go tell her that I don't want to go with her anymore. <laughs> So, yeah, so we, we, we goad, we, we sound like my five-year-old. Her hair is up. Her hair is, I didn't think she yeah. looked pretty yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because that's right. how uh, shallow yeah. I uh, yeah. well, uh, was. 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 <laughs> and so yeah. I stopped going with her after, so in my mind, that was the shortest relationship I ever had. It was, yeah. uh, was like 50 minutes. Yep. It was actually student council. Yep. Yeah, and I was, and then yeah, I was running for president. And That's I, amazing, yeah. dude. And then I, I called for a recount. I'm not joking. I, I'm not joking. What? I'm like, no. I knew. I, I know. I, I know. I won. Whoa. I, I was more popular than that guy. Whoa. This is totally fixed. Whew. Yeah. My friends were like, "This is fixed." Back in 1985. Wow. Right. Six. Yeah. I like that. I, I did they do did another you, recount? No, no way. Because my friends were like, "That's yeah. you know, that's a bunch of crap." Right. Raise your hand if you if you voted for for Zach. And, you know, right here we're doing a live we're recount. Doing it right here. This is not the first time I've asked for a recount in your life. Oh uh, yeah, for like things that I was running for. Wow. Or, you know, yeah. Has it ever worked out for you? No, no. But I I I, I had a, I uh, got enough people to protest with me and do a, <laughs> stage a walkout. I and, I worked at a summer camp and and if you uh, uh, were at summer camp the entire. Yeah. Camp. You didn't take one day off. Yeah. You got a hundred dollar bonus. Oh, right. Yeah. But people drop like flies at this summer camp. They would always take at least one day off. So it was, sure. it was hard. Sure. Anyways, uh, I, I had an on the job accident where yeah. you uh, would open up the door, car doors for the kids coming out, the campers every morning. It was a day camp. Yeah. And you close the doors and they drive off. And this, I opened up this 
this camper's door and I went to go close the door and the door closed on my finger. Oh, I've and had that happen. Person drove off. Oh, finger in there Not and I had that. to pull it out. Didn't have that part happen. And my finger smashed. Um, and, and I continued to work wow. that day. Wow. I worked, wow. I smashed the tip of my finger. What a warrior. And I wrapped it up and I put like googly eyes on it to make it seem like more colorful and in like uh, yeah. wings, you know, so my kids broken were freaked googly out because there's this blood. Wow. And and everybody's like, oh, you're such a trooper, you yeah. know? And, and that, I woke up in the middle of the night with it stuck to my bed and it was pulsing and I'm like, oh. I think I should go to, to the doctor the yeah. next day. Yeah. Uh, I went to work first and I said, I think I need to go to the doctor. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, go, go, go. So I go. They're like, you should have come in yesterday. There's nothing we can do about this. They had to actually drill a hole in the nail to oh, relieve the pressure. God. And they sent me, and I and they said, you know, uh, where are you going now? I'm, so I'm like, I'm going back to work. Yeah. I missed two hours. Yeah. I go back to work, and it's towards the end of the summer camp. Summer camp comes, and I don't get my $100. Whoa. And I said, why don't I get my $100? And yeah. they said, because you 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 took a half day. Yeah. I said, no, I didn't. I took two hours. Yeah. I came to school, unloaded the kids. Oh, I, I had an on-the-job accident, you bastards. Yeah, yeah. And so I started telling everybody. I'm like, that's bullshit. It like, is. You guys think this is bullshit? That's and they're crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, this is bullshit. There's an extra caveat to that where they didn't pay my medical bill. And they said, well, we don't have to because you're not insured. You're not insured. This is not a... Um, what? You don't... Uh, you're not, no a full, workers you're not a full-time employee here. Oh, my goodness. And I said, so not only do I have to pay this bill of going to the hospital yeah. for something that happened on the job, now I'm not getting my $100. And so the right. last day, uh, like 10 of us out of the yeah. out of the 20 employees got up and left in the middle of the, the camper you. speech yeah. about how we're all, we love each other, yeah. we all sing songs. I'm like, this is bullshit. Yeah. I said that. I'm like, this is bullshit. Sorry. It and then we bullshit. all got up and we walked out. And, and then we were like... Whoa, 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 whoa yeah. what's gonna happen? And I, I got, I didn't get my hundred dollars, but they paid for my medical bill. Okay. <laughs> I still think that's bull. I mean, that's the kind of thing that nowadays you could take the social media and like destroy. Oh the, yeah, you know, like the, the yeah. Kind of, this was like nineteen ninety nine yeah. or yeah. two thousand, you know, or two thousand one. Oh, and, that's much later than I even thought. Yeah, no, this was actually this was like not that long ago. Yeah. If you think about it. Uh, but I was, it was, <laughs> <Yeah>. it was. <laughs> yeah, this school, this school is terrible, dude. Like, yeah. Wow. Anyways. Uh, that's another Fuck. save that for another podcast, but uh, I deviated. So. Wow. Well, no, but I mean, I think that you're you were in the right, and I would have walked out too. School stories. School yeah. stories. Yeah. Um, Protest. Injustice. Injustice. <laughs> well, there's injustice in yeah. Better Off Dead. You know how how dare uh, how dare this French girl be accosted by this disgusting sloth of a man named Ricky? So. Way to bring it back. Way to bring it back. <laughs> Just absolutely professional seamlessness. <laughs> Diane Franklin oh. plays Monique Junot. So we, next, we, so we had the pleasure, the pleasure, the absolute pleasure of interviewing Diane Franklin. And I lost my mind in a good way. Like it was, you know. You were there. I mean, you know. Oh, you were yeah. so excited. And, <laughs> we have uh, the photographic evidence to yes, prove it. Yes. <laughs> um, she is just wonderful. Um, so next episode is, is our, is our full interview with her. Um, yeah, that's the reason why we decided to do this one. Yeah. Like, like a, like a precursor. Right. I would have like, never talked about this movie had it not been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, I think you probably would have saved it for a little, a little down the road probably. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe five years, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I, I love, I don't know. I just love everything about this movie. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I get very mumbly when I have so many thoughts about a movie and then I can't like organize them. So I'm just like, eh. I was like me and the last dragon where yeah. I'm like, I did and then vanity and, and you know, and music. You brought up Last Dragon on the the last well uh, on a previous episode, yeah. and next thing you know, you're sending me this info. Last Dragon's still very much alive. I think Better Off Dead. Uh, I not gonna say not gonna say the R word. Uh, <laughs> not gonna say that yeah. doesn't need to be remade. Uh, but this movie can be shown again now, and it's so relevant. Yes, I don't think there's there's not much in this movie that feels so dated to where you go oh it's not possible right you know? right other than him no. throwing this stereo out of his uh out of the station wagon oh right that's <laughs> playing all the breakup his, songs his radio <laughs> um okay so but diane franklin plays monique Junot, the french exchange student that lives across the street from lane and his family and they stay uh with the uh with this with the smith family and um and and ricky smith played by um played by dan schneider Yep. And Dan Schneider, who is a, you know, now just produces literally every show on yeah. Nickelodeon. You might recognize him from um, Head of the Class. Head of the Class. That was what he was and known Good for Burger. at the time. I think he was in Good Burger. He was in Good Burger. I believe he was a producer on Good Burger. Yep. Good Good Burger? Good Burger. Good Burger. <laughs> you ever pick your nose and get hey, a Good Burger? Come on now. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Ricky, you know, Ricky and his mom live, live across the street. They take in Monique and... And and Ricky is very lecherous yes. and very uh, so gross. He, he's just disgusting, and he wants to snorts you know, nasal spray. Yeah, he wants to use <laughs> Monique for his his sexual pleasures, and 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 so she's basically pretending that she doesn't speak English because she wants to avoid talking to this family. That's a great reveal. And of course, yes, and her and her uh, <laughs> her character is basically the character that um, that reignites Lane's Lane's fire for mm-hmm. for living. She's the she's the the catalyst in everybody's life uh, that you know it doesn't have to be the girl per se but it's the thing that turns you around and gets you out of your slump but she gets him out of his slump yeah and she's just she's just like a um, you know uh, a, a a female empowerment she can do everything she can fix cars she can. <laughs> You know, speak multiple languages. She can ski the K twelve. I'm she having can, a China O'Brien moment. She, oh god, right? <laughs> she's beautiful, but she fights good. Um, there are some places in the world where a pretty girl shouldn't go unless her name is China O'Brien or Monique Junet. Monique Junet. Um, or Junot. Yeah, Junot. Sorry. Oh, Monique Junot. Can you even try Jun- that again? <laughs> Take two. Um, she is phenomenal. She's phenomenal. Yeah, she's phenomenal, and of course Diane Franklin also in the Last American Virgin, huge movie, uh, similar time period. Well, she's got a uh, a smile about her too. That when she <laughs> smiled on screen, I was like, I don't think she's she's got a it's <laughs> she got a smile got, about her too. She's got a smile about her too. It is like those guys in Legend of Billie Jean, you know, like everybody like. Bailey Jean, she got a smile about her too. <laughs> well, she she does have an X factor that a lot of um, performers, I don't think necessarily have. She's got a, just a unique quality. She does. And so when she comes on screen, it's so bubbly. She's like cute. To like there's like a cuteness factor there that I don't think I've ever really seen before up to this point. I agree. 
And I think, and as we learned that, you know, Diane is very much like Monique, just very, yeah. she just emits a, a, a lovely presence. And Salt of the earth. And, yeah. Salt of the earth. A hundred percent. So, yeah, um, was, yeah you guys are going to love that, uh, that interview yeah. coming up on the next episode because she, she loves this role. She loves acting. She loves the performances she's done. She, it, yep. Yeah. She's writing a book about Better Off Dead. Yep. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I I just feel like it's me just talking about all the things I love about this movie. Um, That's kind of the point. Though. I know it's the <laughs> point. But if we're talking, you know, like, yeah, does this movie hold up? Yes, yes. 100%. Oh, yes, it does. Yes. It still holds up. Yes. I guess we could talk about more things about the movie. We could talk about the music of the movie. Really, whatever you think at this point. Well, I just love that it 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 it, it takes place in Los Angeles, right? It's supposed to. Well, it's it's a weird thing because um uh, <laughs> uh Zach the the sub <laughs> It's my 80 year old laugh. That's my smoker laugh. That's weird. So if you go to IMDb and you go to cuz you know, okay, here's the thing about Dustin and I that you should know should have known by now. We don't need IMDb in the sense that when we look up or when we discuss a movie, we're kind of free form. We, we don't just, rely on it, okay? Yeah, we don't. We don't just like you know cheat uh, with a cliff note. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if they even have cliff notes nowadays. Still, anyways, um, we don't go on IMDb and do a ton of research. We kind of just Oops. jump in. That's why this is a very f- free flowing conversation. Uh, but we will pull up pull up IMDb and other sites while we're recording just in case something pops in our head or we see something like, oh yeah, we should have talked about that or let's talk about this. Anyways, we went to IMDb's Better Off Dead page and you go to a movie and it always talks about the plot keywords. So this is considered a slapstick comedy. Uh, I wouldn't say it is. Uh, Um, Other plot keywords, attempted suicide. Well, yeah, Yeah, there is. Dark humor. Well, yeah. Sure, sure. Suicide. Bedroom. Yeah. Woman wears eyeglasses. <laughs> because his mom, Lane's mom wears Is glasses? Is that, but who, like, people are going on imdb.com and being like, what, they can't think of a movie? And they're like, let me just, okay, let me just keyword woman, woman wears eyeglasses. So my mom is that way. She'll be like, oh, you know that movie? It's got the two guys and they're gay, but they're not and they're bank robbers. <laughs> and I go, Happy Texas? Yeah, that's the movie. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh gosh. God. You're such a good... they're gay, but oh, they're not. You're so good oh. about that. Wow. You know, or my yeah. wife will be like, what's yeah. that movie with the guy in the big mug? Yeah. And I'll be like, so I married an axe murderer? She's like, Yes. Because he's got the big coffee mug, and he's like, "Oh, that is sm- wow!" I ordered the small. Hello. Wow. You know, yeah. Or large. Or whatever. Wow. I mean, I've seen that movie a lot, but I couldn't tell you there's a big mug in it. Yeah, I, I was yeah. gonna use that at your birthday the other night when that margarita came, and oh I was like, "This God, margarita's funny. huge." I, I'm sorry, I ordered the large. Hello. Yeah. Hello. I love that line. I love that movie. Uh, it's a great movie. But yeah, if you if you click on it's good women, soundtrack, it's got a well, great. There she goes. Huh? We, we huh? might. Uh, we might. That might. And that's early '90s. So we might dig our in first that. early '90s. Ooh, yeah. Before rapid yeah. fire. Before yeah. yeah. Um, if you tack, if you click on women wears eyeglasses, once upon a time in Hollywood is the number one trending. Movie for that. That's a funny, that's a it's weird, a funny thing. Woman a side note. So, <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Oh, just Los Angeles, right? Yeah, so, yeah. like, 
Yeah, Monique reveals at the end, right, that she's just a huge Los, Los Angeles. Angeles Dodgers fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do go to Dodger Dodger Stadium. Yeah, they um, <laughs> they uh, he play they they like make out on the Dodger Stadium field with his Camaro. Um, <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, it takes place in a fictional town called Greendale. Yeah. Um, you know, which is it seems more suburban than uh, urban, but yeah. And it, um, it, it feels like when they're skiing, that's supposed to be Mammoth. Right, right. Because it's Mammoth close. is not far from yeah. Los Angeles. And right. there are areas, the high school <clears throat> looks a little like, at first I thought, oh, that is UCLA, because there's areas of UCLA that they use for filming high school. Right, well. right. Um, and then there, and, and then the the flashback sequence where Lane is with meeting Beth for the first time, I'm like, is that Echo Park? Right. Um which is a hilarious scene. In that movie. I, that it is. Still... I've never done a deep dive into the locations, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I know so that you most. Didn't, you deep... didn't do that. I no, I've never, I haven't done that, and and I'm a little ashamed because I feel like, of course. Well, I, I wonder because I think you are because this is your favorite movie of all time. Why wouldn't I know like where everything is? Yeah, it's yeah. like because I know that about every other movie. I'm like, in Back to the Future, that's over there at the Gamble House. You know, like I know <laughs> <laughs> that Doc Brown's. Um, no, I've Dustin never talks, done that. By it's the way. very, it's yeah. very strange. Yeah, that's how I. That's a normal voice. Um, you just never went down that no, rabbit hole. I've never done, you know. And I know that. Uh, yeah, I know that most of them are. Uh, yeah, LA locations that I probably had lunch at. Probably. Well, that um, burger place. So yep. there, there's a connection to Porky's in this movie. There's actually right. a connection to two other high school movies in this movie. Yes. Uh, and I, I want to. I'm going to quiz you. Okay. This is quiz time, uh, but for the second one. But the first one, obviously, is the connection to Porky's, and the burger place is an homage to Porky's. Right. Would you say? Yes. Um, I feel like that's every burger place in the valley. Right. Every hole yes. in the wall burger place, which a lot of them are still there, like Tommy D's or whatever they're called. Yep. You know? Yep. Uh, what's the, do you know the other high school comedy connection to this movie? Based on the cast. Um, based on the cast. Ba- based on two characters in the movie. Uh, can you give me a hint? Um, no, because it'll totally spoil it. Ah, damn. Because um, I saw it right away. This time around. With my fresh eyes. And you were like, My fresh LASIK eyes. You were like, that's another high school movie. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, oh. You got some fresh LASIK eyes? Well, no, oh. I was LASIK five years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just thought it sounded funny. Was it, it funny? Is. Click like. I, it was funny. <laughs> I thought I missed a surgery that you may have had. No. Like, oh, goodness. No. Um, Not since I don't know, time. man. I'm, I'm, yeah. Really? So uh, the teacher that asks Lane if he can date Beth. Right. So so he, um, I, I know him from Buckaroo Banzai. Yes. I know him from um, Ghost. He played a teacher in another movie. Oh, uh, oh! In um, uh, te- teachers. No. <laughs> Seen Fast Times? Yes. Oh my God! He's the science teacher. He's in Fast, Fast Times. Times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He, yes. Oh my God! Who he plays another teacher in that? The science teacher. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Do you know the other actor from Fast Times who's also in this? 
Um, if you don't, you're going to hit yourself, or I'm going to hit you. Yeah, well, I, I probably will hit myself. Um, <laughs> uh, the pressure. <laughs> the pressure is real. <sighs> going through the cast in my mind. No, I don't know. I'm drawing He's blanks. very memorable, and when I say it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Um, I love this guy. He passed away about two years ago, I think, or maybe a year ago. Huge loss for the... Just in general, but for comedy. What? In my opinion. He was also in One Crazy Summer and How I... I think he's in How I Got Into College. Which what? also star... Uh, Diane Franklin's in How I Got Into College as well. That's a decent one. What the hell out. are we talking about now? We're, We're talking about Taylor Negron. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Who plays the mailman. $2 late fee is now officially oh, closed. Close. <laughs> Goodbye. He's the postman. And he's then the postman. in Fast Times, he's the he's the pizza guy. He's the pizza guy. <laughs> oh, you. man, dude, this is upsetting. <laughs> sorry. And as soon as you said his name, I was like, oh, he's sorry. The man. And yeah. he's so great. Yeah. <laughs> he's so great. Yeah. He's such a funny actor. It's a boy like you reading adult. It's a little boy <laughs> like you doing reading adult <laughs> smut like this. Big yeah, boy because, smut. because Lane's little brother is a pervert. Uh, he's <sighs> just, he, oh, you shit. know what? His little brother is like. I feel like he's Bill Gates in the making or something. He's some. Yeah. He's the ge- little genius. He yep. got away with the ladies. Yeah. He's got away with cutting out the backs of boxes. Oh and, man. Yeah. You feel bad now. I'm sorry. I just feel. Do you need a Swedish fish with two different colors. I ju- on yes, it? I'm gonna get one. Yeah, here's yeah. one right here. Right here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, if no, you're listening bad. to this, uh, if you like, if you're a fan of Swedish fish, and this is we, <laughs> we don't have a sponsorship from them, but that, if they want to sponsor us, that would be great. They make this. Uh, they make this two cu- two flavors in one, which is delicious, by the way. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah, they're really good. It's wonderful, thank you. Yeah, so sorry. Does that make uh, you feel better now that you're? Uh... Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taylor Negron's great. Um... <laughs> you're like you just ruined this episode for me, oh. Zach. <laughs> I don't know how to no. respond. I'm just gonna swallow the fish. I, you know, <laughs> and that's like uh, I respect. The, I respect that I didn't know that, okay, you know, cool. or didn't didn't connect immediately. I mean, the mailman is such a small role. He wasn't. I wasn't thinking about it. Until, it is, but it's so funny because because yeah. yeah, everybody comes out of the woodwork asking Lane if they can date Beth. Which, if you've ever broken up with somebody, I, or someone's broken up with you, I don't think um, that would. I've never seen that scenario come up where someone's like, "Hey, can I date your ex-girlfriend? Or can mm-hmm. I date your ex-boyfriend?" Like, right? Yep. That's never happened. Um, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But yeah, this movie, it, it also features, I mean, going jump starting to segue into the music of it. Um, it's got a connection to like the fact that the lead performance or the song that you chose as the song for the, the movie she, I never knew she was a singer up to this point. Mm, mm-hmm. And when I saw her in the movie, I was like, whoa, wait, she can sing too? Yeah. And she can dance. And she's great. And she's, she's looking good doing it. Yep. Um, 
to swallowing the fish. <laughs> e- <laughs> did you say her name? E. No, I, I did not. Oh, yeah. Talking about E.G. Daly and the song One Way Love, which is played at the Christmas dance. Is it the Christmas dance or is it the New Year's dance? It's the New Year's dance. Yep, you're right. Um, because really quick, this movie has an amazing soundtrack, which was never released, I don't think, on uh, any actual, net, uh, you know, physical physical format. Yeah. Um, that, that was a weird time in the 80s when uh, we talked about this again on the North Shore episode. They didn't always release the soundtracks, and if they did, it wasn't very good. Right. This is a great soundtrack. I mean, running down, it's got, it's, it literally has something for everybody. It's got Neil Sedaka for the old folks, or Paul Simon, you know, too, and Linda, Linda Rodstam. Yeah, a lot of those songs are just like when he's listening on the radio for yeah, a second. Yeah, they're short know? little yeah. clips, but then like Howard Jones, uh, like to get like to, to, get know, to you know, know you well. Uh, that's a great scene. Yeah. Great, and great, great song. use of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, One Way Love, obviously, by Elizabeth Daly. That in in the one the, the song that ends the, the when the credits roll is with one look dun, dun, it, by um, um Rupert Hine. Uh, Arrested by You is the one that I love. Too. Is that the is that the the dun, 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 when that when he it's, starts when he the plays sax? the sax? Yeah. Oh, it's such yeah. a great song, dude. Oh, that's such a I've great song. I've been arrested by you. Take me in. Oh yeah, that's so good. I mean, I, I'm I'm cl- I'm leaving one song off specifically because we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but those songs are great. Yeah. Oh, they're so great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of like fun Christmas songs, old old standards. Yeah. Uh, one that more, one more. you know, and it, if you go on, curate your own little playlist. From 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 the movie because it's it's a fun soundtrack, um, and then there's this there's a great scene. I, I was just saying the other day the scene, even though it's cheesy uh, animation, it still holds up. It is uh, everybody wants them by Van Halen. It's a great the best sequence, dream sequence the best the best dream sequence. If you've ever wanted to see a hamburger version of Eddie Van Halen and David Lee Roth fused, yep. Uh, so, you know, if Eddie and David were one person and playing guitar and a uh, hamburger, yeah. then this would be the movie to see it in. Absolutely. <laughs> with jumping, with little happy french fries jumping into a fryer. <laughs> it's great. Apparently that, um, that little animation was, was what tested the best in the, uh, in the, in the test screenings. Okay. Like everybody was like, I love that. But yeah, that scene because there's another animated scene which is hilarious. Um, yes, but yeah, no, specifically just that, that scene, just that because they in one crazy summer there's no claymation. I don't think in that that's just strictly animation. I think you're right. Yeah, and I remember in how I got into college that was what I was excited to see was the animation, the animation. and yeah. I don't think there was hardly any in that one. It it just it did it didn't have the same. Vibe. I don't remember that one is it, that one's not my favorite. Savage Steve. No, um, it doesn't hold up. This this does though, and that animation, yeah, yeah the claymation is so good. I actually, yeah. that's where I got the inspiration for um, when I was a teacher. We weren't allowed to put names on the board at that point. You know, if you're if you're misbehaving, like the idea oh. of putting your name on the board was such right. a this like ooh I you're being that. outed. Yeah. You know, ooh it's you're good for my brand. Yeah, like oh I see my name and I'm in trouble. Like really, I'm only get a check mark. So we right. stopped doing that, and I said, well, what about um. 
What about a happy side and a sad side? You know, you're everyone's on the happy side in the beginning of the day, and if you're, you know, not doing your best, you go on the sad side, and you can always get off that. I like that. And and then parents were receptive to it, and they're like, I like this. Yeah. And then my te- my administrator was like, Yeah, but then why are they sad? And like, No, no, yeah. you're making the class is sad because we want everybody to be happy. Oh, right? yeah. And it was right. like kind of this weird reverse psychology thing. And so I said, Okay, how about? And I just made up. How about the crazy French fry guy side? Because I was so like annoyed at this point yeah because i thought you know kids need to have structure and foundation and so i said okay i'll make crazy french fry guy side so i drew up this character with it looks like a mcdonald's box with french fries and his face is on the box and he's got one hand he's got the rock and roll symbol and the other hand he's like doing a peace sign yeah and he sounds like paul stanley baby crazy mixed a little in with the cocaine clown from um from uh that death clock or whatever that cartoon was on uh, Adult Swim and um, a Metalocalypse and and then the sad side was a sad potato he's a sad potato sounds a little like Al Gore and he's he's sad because he wants to be a french fry I love it you know and because Everybody wants to be a French fry, baby. We're on fire. Right. Wow. You know, right. and so the sad potato. So the kids would be like, you got on the sad potato side? And I draw yeah. like a little sad potato with a flower. So I got that inspiration from Better Off Dead because those little little cut up potatoes are jumping into the fryer. They're all happy. You know, every yeah. potato wants oh, to I be a French fry. So. I love that. <laughs> Anyways. And and the administration like that. Oh, they thought it was hilarious. Yeah, okay. And then I was gonna make a plush animal, yeah. a plush character, and uh, turn it into a whole thing. Yeah. Because I thought, because kids love the crazy French fry guy, and you know, at the end of the year, the kids would bring their their uh, yearbooks and have me sign them. Mr. Yeah. Schaefer, you sign my yearbook, and I put in this pigeon that I always put in, and then I put the crazy French fry guy. And they're like, I got the crazy French fry guy, but I wouldn't do it for everybody. It was like, ooh, what'd you oh, get? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I got the I got the pigeon, Big Tony. What'd you get? I got the sad potato. Yeah. But he's got a happy flower. What'd you get? <laughs> crazy French fry guy. Come on, baby. I would have liked to have been in your class. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, we had so much fun and so many references to the 80s. That sounds great. Um, but yeah, Elizabeth Daly is a she's kind of a tour de force. Like she's a legend now Elizabeth in the voiceover. E.G. Daly. Elizabeth E.G. Right. Daly. She only goes by E.G. now. Yes. And she for those of you that don't know, um, she's mostly known in in film anyways from being Dottie from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. But she yep. was in Valley Girl. Yep. She was in Better Off Dead. Yep. Um and then she went into voiceover later on and, and became huge in that. She has an uh, amazing career. Yes. Powerpuff Girls, um, Rugrats. Yep. Uh, the list goes on. The list goes on. <laughs> <laughs> the list goes on. No, I know. I know. I know what she's been in. I don't need to look What it two up. movies? No. <laughs> what two oh, act God. character? <laughs> Taylor Negron. Can we talk about... Can we t- so okay so E.G. Daly her song is really good um, it's an interesting falsetto scream that she does uh, oh so the song one my love yeah, you mean yeah, yeah yeah what is it about that song that gets you gets you going um, that song uh, you know it's just one of those songs where um, the theme is is integrated and it's and it's really about um, it's a self realization song of like feeling like the same thing that Lane is going through in, in the movie where, you know, like, I'd rather be better off dead than to live without you. 
Um, but it is this uplifting, you know, um, empowering song. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a great beat. Yeah. It's on my workout playlist. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it is one of the songs that I put on and I'm like, I'm instantly in a good mood. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. 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 And that's my favorite part. That, that, the na 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 we can't do you justice. No. We cannot. So maybe no. one of these days we'll have you on. So you can, you can talk come on and, and do maybe an acoustic version. Oh, my that. God. That'd be oh, amazing. Um, she she's uh, she has like her little... She performs it live at the dance. Yeah. And I remember seeing that as a kid going, wait, well, I didn't put two and two together thinking she's an actor. Yeah. She's singing. And I think at the time, this came out in 85 and I was nine years old when I saw it and I think at the time I didn't I didn't see a lot of musicals so I didn't realize that performers could also sing too you know sure and then when I saw her singing and I'm like wait but she's an actress and she's not talking right and I remember being like is she just lip syncing as an actress is she really singing how did this come about yeah totally and then when you saw I thought wait that's it she's she's that that was her that was her only scene she's in because I want to see more of her right because she's like, we know her. Yeah. Why isn't she like a character? Right. Yeah. She's just singing. Yeah. And that point earlier in the in the in this episode, I talked about how the movie has like a kind of tonal shift, and that's when the shift happens to me. Yeah. And that's when the scenes get a little bit more extended. Yep. And you get a little bit more meat with the characters. Yep. Um, and then you know, Curtis Armstrong, who plays Charles Demar, is is a legend in 80s lore as being Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Of course. Primarily, I think that's where a lot of people remember him from. Yeah. But he's also another prolific voice actor mm-hmm. and has done a lot of television and movies. I mean, he's just a character actor. Like, he's just, you just see him everywhere. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. did uh, maybe Diane mentioned this too, but he, he did like a live Dungeons and Dragons in Ireland where he was flown out to Ireland. Um... I don't recall that, and but we'll have yeah. to ask him because she had said, you know, oh yeah, he'll, he'll tell you more about it or something. And I, yeah, but uh, he was hired to be one of the char- uh, live Dungeons and Dragons. I love it. <laughs> which I would love I to love play. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, yeah, no, he's great, and he utters some very fantastic lines in the movie. He yeah. snorts. He, he snorts every drug he can get his hands on that are not over the counter. He um, he's a wonderful character. Yeah. Yeah. And I love at one point, and I think I believe this is an ad lib, but uh, you know, Roy Stalin is coming off the mountain, and he says to to, to Beth, who is Lane's girlfriend. Oh God, I'm not, I'm not gonna remember the exact the exact line, but it's um, hey, what's your name, beautiful? And Charles Demar, like, <laughs> yeah. not you geek, you know. It's just yeah, Charles Demar. It's just yeah. the way he says it. It's so funny. There's a scene in the movie that I've used incessantly as well as a way to just piss people off. Yeah. So at the dance when Stalin, which is a great villain name, comes up and he's just a dick to uh, Lane and Charles. And Charles, uh, he says, I forget what he says to them specifically. He's, I think he says, uh, shave, her, shave her close uh, before you kiss her goodnight. Or yeah, something. referring to Lane and Charles. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and Charles starts laughing, yeah. but won't stop laughing, yeah. and he keeps laughing. 
and keeps going and keeps yeah, going. Yeah. And I've done yeah, that. Yeah. And it's so much fun to yeah. piss someone up, someone who tells a stupid joke yeah. and they think they're really witty about it and you just keep going. And then you come back to them later and you're still laughing. You're still laughing, yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, like uh, dude, you're a dick. Yeah. And I'm going to just totally mess with it's you true. all night. You know? And I'm going to breathe on you. It's true. So, yeah. Um, so this movie holds up completely. I remember, you know, my wife, who's not, who's not easy to please when it comes to older movies she's like oh you're watching better off dead so i'll watch it with you yeah, yeah. that's great she's like this is great this totally holds up i, I love said, it yep it sure does it sure does it's a great choice as your number one movie of all time dude thank you i made it with you in mind so no. <laughs> i know you did no. <laughs> really it, care what you think about my choices <laughs> so i appreciate that and it came out yeah. in 1985 when some very notable things happened in 1985 oh oh god like totally80s.com is actually a really great website. Oh yeah. And I'm not okay. and I'm not okay. being uh, facetious. I'm being serious. Uh, like totally80s.com has some fun facts. So just a few tidbits, a few fun facts about the 1985 was when the Nintendo system came out with uh, Gyromite and Rob the robot. Oh, really? No, I don't remember. I had a I had a Sega Master System. Oh, okay. Yeah, so when Nintendo first came out, they had this robot named Rob who would like pull these little things as you played Gyromite. Completely useless. But the commercials were really... Um, like the Power Glove? I'll play the commercial if, if it makes sense to play it um, right here. Will you be the one to witness the birth of the incredible Nintendo Entertainment System? The one to play with Rob, the extraordinary video robot, batteries not included. He helps you tackle even the toughest challenge. Will you be the first to raise the incredibly accurate Zapper and play games like Duck Hunt or action-packed Hogan's Alley and high-flying Kung Fu, each sold separately? Will you be the one to experience the Nintendo Entertainment System? Comes with Rob, Zapper, Control Deck, Two Controllers, Gyromite, and Duck Hunt. But it's like this this useless robot that just carries this thing from one thing to another as you're playing this game. That's also kind of useless about the scientist. Um, it was the birth, though, of like some that that's the as, yeah. as useless as it was. It was also the birth of this technology we have now. I guess right. Well, no, I, the robot would just move while you did the thing, and 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 quickly people would um, throw it away. I think or just not use it. And then the, and then the regular system came out with just you know. I think I believe just two controllers and then Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, the gun it. hadn't come out yet, right? Um, the gun for Duck Hunt, great question. I think, I'm not sure, but the retail price I believe was something like eighty dollars, which was you know a lot back then. But it, but it was much more reasonable than when you bought the stupid robot that didn't, <laughs> yeah. you know, just put on a show for you. Yeah, I remember Nintendo. Yeah. Even though eighty dollars was a lot. It felt like a more affordable. I know yeah. the Sega Master System came out around the same time, and mm-hmm. I preferred that because it, it. I thought it had more variety. Did that come with Altered Beast or Sonic? That that was later on. That's okay. Sega Genesis. Oh right. Uh, Sega Master System had like uh, Spy Hunter. That was mm-hmm. one of its games, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. but they had generic versions of mm-hmm. these games. Um, but I love Nintendo and I love Sega, and I. I still play those games today. Yeah. Um, and then I think 85 is when the latest season of Stranger Things came out, season three. So people are like, oh, that's when the, the Coke changed its formula, right? Because that was. Right. 85 was when Coke changed its formula, which was huge, and it had a negative impact. Everyone was like, no, yeah. we want the Coke classic. 
which I think is what Coke ended up becoming classic. It wasn't classic before that. I think it was just Coke. Right. And then there was new Coke, and then they went back to Coke, Coke classic. And, and think about how much more effort you'd have to put in back in 85 if you didn't like something. You'd have to like write a letter yes. to Coke. Yes. You know, you couldn't just go on Twitter and be like, at Coke, you're stupid, fuck you. Hashtag bring back old Coke. You know, um, <laughs> ding, 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 you know, ding, ding, ding. You know you'd call the company. Yeah. They just somebody banning the phone. You'd be like, hi, um, yeah, this seems kind of lame or whatever, but like, um, I, uh, yeah, I don't like the Coke. So just tell whoever you need to tell. I remember I was, uh, I made Rice Krispie treats okay. based on the uh, recipe that was on the box of Rice Krispies. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was a bad recipe. I didn't. I didn't like it. Like okay. it, it didn't have the right uh, marshmallow to crispy ratio. And I ended up making a really poor product. It could have been me. I don't know. But I wrote them a letter. Wow. And I said, "It's amazing." I said, "Dear Rice Krispies, dear Kellogg's, <laughs> dear I actually, <laughs> I actually found that by having this many marshmallows instead of this many, and this ratio of ingredients to this, I made a much better product." Just thought I'd let you know. You know that it should really be wow, like this. Wow, that's impressive. And they wrote me back. They you did. know, weeks later, and they said, thank you for writing. Um, you know, this is a tried and true recipe. We stand by it. But, you know, we appreciate that you wrote in. So here's some coupons for free something. Whoa. You know. They didn't send you a little orphan Annie decoder ring that said right. drink more Ovaltine. Drink. <laughs> Don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine? A crummy commercial? <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed that yeah. you went that length. Yeah. That's... I'm impressed, too, thinking about it. But, yeah. yeah. I felt that passionately about the Rice Krispie Treats. You're right. Like they, that that time, there was there was a level yeah. of activism that is not represented nowadays. It's so much easier to be yeah. an active. We're just yeah an activist now. It is way yeah. easier now. It you is. Had, yeah, you had to put more effort into it back then. Like, look, we're not talking about protesting for. We don't want to call people. We don't yeah. want to write letters. People wrote letters and to go to the post office. Right? You know those commercials? You won't find these assholes at the post office. They're too busy. You know, or whatever it is. And they, yeah. they go to postoffice.com. They're right. Aaron loves that commercial. Yeah. Uh, did they say assholes in that? No, yeah. it's you won't find these people at the post office. Mm. But I just feel like it's so condescending. Like, well, do you remember when the new you, stamp would come out of the post office? Like, this is the new stamp, and everybody would be like, oh! Yeah. Yep. And now, yep. or the, when the peel and stick versus the lick and stick. Yep. Oh, yep. all these things. That, yep. but see, this is why we have this show, so we can talk about yep. these things and go, there was, it was a simple time. It was a simple time for mm-hmm. people like you and me. Uh, yeah. And I think We Are the World came out in 1985. It did. We Are the World came mm. out in 1985. Uh, sorry. Live Aid. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You're going to edit this. You're going to edit this. I'm not going to edit this. I'm going to leave this in. Oh, this yeah, will yeah, be yeah, your sorry. payback for I, Taylor Negron. I'm right. I'm right. Okay. We Are the World is was recorded by the band USA, which was a representative of all these amazing singers <coughs> yeah. for Africa. Mm-hmm. And it's a great, it is a great song. It's a great song. It was, was that played at a bar mitzvah or two for you? We Are the World? Yeah. No. Really? Why would they play We Are the World at a bar mitzvah? I don't know. They played, what was that song? <laughs> That's what friends are for. That's what friends are for. <laughs> we Are the World. We Are, we we are, are the World had one goal, to raise money. Yes. It's a fundraising song. I have it on vinyl. Yeah, but if you were DJing a party, you wouldn't be like, all right, now come in, here you go. You know, like, really? Ladies' choice on the floor. <laughs> ladies' choice. There comes a time when we hold each other's hand. Not you know, for like, a slow dance? Okay. Um, no, I mean, I like We Are the World fine. 
I actually like Cindy Lauper's part. She had such an amazing voice and like Yeah. But then when she would talk, everything was like so was, pronounced. Yeah. Did you see the yeah, have you seen the video of the making of the voice? Of course yeah, I have. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Um but some other great songs yeah. during that time, I know it's one of your faves. Like, Huey Lewis. Oh, am I gonna guess? Okay. Power of Love. Power of Love, yep. Right. Come on. Broken Wings, Mr. Mister. Mm-hmm. Like a Virgin, Madonna, which I don't like that song, but it, I appreciate its relevance. Um, mm-hmm. Lay Your Hands on Me, which I think is way better than Hold Me Now by the Thompson yeah, Twins. Yeah. It's a way better yep. song. Agreed. John Parr's Man in Motion, which we oh, yeah. harken back to the first episode of Two Dollar yep. Late for Way you. back Brr. in September. And one more I know, I know that you absolutely love, Axel F. I do. I do love Axel F, yes. So Axel F by Harold Faltemeyer and Miami Vice Theme by Jan Hammer were both top hits at the same time yeah. in, the eight, in 1985. Yeah. I don't, I can't remember prior or post when a symphonic song from a movie or, or a television show was as popular was as, as these popular. two. Great little, little challenge, yeah. trivia challenge. Because those were getting serious radio play. Radio play, yeah. universally loved universally across the loved. country. Yeah, you know, you you throw out songs like, "Oh, I know the theme song." You, you'll play a theme song to a show, and you go, "Oh yeah, that's from this." Right. Oh yeah, that's from that. But I don't think I ever heard on the radio anything other than the Miami Vice and the like. They didn't play the Star Wars theme song right. on ninety eight point five KOME. Right. You know. Right. Uh, they didn't play. The theme song to Hill Street Blues right. on Coit, K-O-I-T. Right. No, <laughs> like, it's, it's a great point. I don't know. I can't think of anything. This is the juice. This is the, yeah. Where you go, oh yeah, this is where these guys know their right? stuff. Right, like Twin Peaks? Yeah, no. No. Um, no. I don't know. What's the... L.A. Law. Yeah. No, that... No. And that was no. popular, but not popular enough. No, Nash's and, and the key and the key here is just is just instrumental. Yeah, it's about. Instru- yeah, I'm yeah, talking about yeah. instrumental yeah. purely because Axel yeah. F still comes on the radio now. Little kids dancing that shit. Yeah, there's a there's a remix version that's little, like it's got some. It's called like the the hamster rap or something. Yeah, it's like these guys are crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. These guys are crazy. I'm sure that's played at bar mitzvahs now because it's like ooh the dance. You know that other song where they're like. Turn to the right. Clap two times. Yeah. Everybody clap your hands. These are all the songs they play probably at bar mitzvahs. We were at a wedding last year and this song came on and everyone was like, and Aaron and I had not heard it. And everyone was like, you don't know this? I wish I remembered what it was because I was like, what the fuck is this? And everybody's <laughs> doing this dance to it. They're oh, like, this man. is the song. This is the jam. Yeah. I'm like, what? It was like the, the new electric slide. Yeah. I won't even remember what oh it's called. I, it's like, I, I, love, I love to dance on my own by myself like yeah. you know to music or whatever but I always hated that forced like oh we're all gonna dance this yeah. way now yeah but yeah okay so uh, I think the ver- right. I think I'm gonna put the gavel down and go gagoon right case settled case closed right. nothing else competes with Axel F and the Miami Vice yeah. Miami Vice theme yeah god Jan yeah. Hammer and Harold Faltemeyer if, if it wasn't for those guys artists like The Midnight who we both love or FM84 if you don't know who those two artists are, you should check them out because they're great bands, I guess you would say. 
because it's not just one person. Uh, they're, they're bands, yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 85 is a great year. So uh, to summarize, to wrap it up, Better Off Dead, classic, remains, always will be. Love, 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 heart, heart, heart. Uh, E.G. Daily. Love, 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 heart, heart, heart. Yep. Um, 1985. Love, love, love. Uh, that's say five, yeah. Yeah, and then Excellent. you know, in between the the dating people and uh, weird, awkward stories of childhood, that's what brings us to today. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening. What a and, new year, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty to go back to nineteen ninety five. No, uh, and then enjoy. In a couple weeks, we've got Diane Franklin coming up. You and you will have a tra- nice trip down memory lane. She's got great stories to tell. Um, and she's very much in the now with some stuff she's working on. And we had the privilege of wearing the coat, the famous coat she wore in the movie. And I don't know. This is another yeah. fun episode for me. I love uh, that you just said she's very much in the now, <laughs> which is the description of any, given to anybody is very funny. I don't know. <laughs> very much in the now with what she's doing she's very much present with the um, present yeah i'm i'm not in the now at all today i'm somewhere else i'm where are you i don't know i just feel a little spacey nevertheless yeah nevertheless anyway. that's one word by the way right nevertheless nevertheless that is mm-hmm. one of the most lamest are sorry yeah uh, diane franklin doesn't use that word because she's in yeah. the now no i mean <laughs> tell you that much <laughs> this is what happens when i have way too much coffee so you balance each I other need out. more coffee. I'm like on cooking. I need, I need any coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I need a Coke Classic. Yep. Or the new formula. I need that. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. we'll catch you on the flip side. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We almost completely buried the lead for for the whole entire episode of Better Off Dead. What do you mean? <laughs> I want my two dollars. Oh shit. How? Where did we didn't talk about the paper boy? No, paper boy. Johnny, four weeks, twenty papers. That's two dollars plus tip. Uh, gee, Johnny, I don't have a dime. Sorry. Didn't ask for a dime. Two dollars. Well, uh, it's funny, see. My mom had to leave early to take my my brother to school and my dad to work because... Two dollars. Cash. Yeah, dude. Right. So Johnny (laughs) is like the best part of the movie. Two dollars is mentioned. That's the name of our podcast. Also, when you tell the random dude on the street like, hey, I like Better Off Dead, random dude's like, hey, I want my two dollars. Every time. Every time. That is the go-to line. These are their moans. We have an animal on location, on on set. Look, we we can make a moan. (laughs) Two dollars. Actually, that sounds like the paper boy when he goes down the mountain at the end. Two dollars. I think I rewound that scene uh, a dozen times. Two dollars. Yeah, it's great. Talking to Zach Ward, he got confused a little bit with the actual... Oh. Character that plays, or the actor that plays the the real paper boy. Correct. Johnny. Correct. His name's Johnny. Johnny is the paper boy, okay. and Johnny is played by an actor named Damien Slade. 
You did that without even looking on IMDb. Because I'm awesome. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually uh, astonished that uh, I totally forgot about this. So good catch. Amazing catch. You're welcome. Um, it's not my favorite movie. It's yours. Right. So when, when we get to my favorite movie... Uh, and you forget about um, that there's even a Warriors that a gang that exists. <laughs> Are we going to do Warriors, though? Because it's and you just talk about Coney Island. Yeah, just talk about those Coney Island dogs. Um, and then I'll talk about Michigan Coney Island dogs. Listen, man, we make the rules here. So whatever you want to do. 79 was on the cusp of 80s. That, it, was, you know, it was. The fashion wasn't quite there yet. But I, 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 if I had to go into my favorite no. 80s movie, then we're venturing into real genius territory. Um, oh. Right. Which we will do. Eventually. So when we do Real Genius and you forget to mention that Val Kilmer's in it, I'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You <laughs> forgot to mention uh, Val Kilmer. Are you comparing um, Johnny the Paperboy from Better Off Dead to well, Val Kilmer? I, no, let me redo that. <laughs> no, whoa, think whoa, about whoa. It. You forgot to mention Kent. Oh, okay, yeah, you yeah. You forgot fair to enough. mention Kent. Yeah. Yeah. It's a moral fair. imperative <laughs> that you mention Kent. That's, that's how I'm going to oh, remember. God, moral uh, make you remember. Um, but, but yeah, go ahead. okay. So we yeah we like to digress. But Zach Ward <laughs> in a, in his interview mentioned that his uh, co-star in a Christmas story, uh, whose name is Giannis. Yes, Giannis. Um, Giannis. Good knowledge. Yes, man. It's just it's just you know it's just there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, before I'm gonna do it again. Before he, IMDb, he said that Giannis was Johnny, and 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 we were like, oh really? Like at the time, I was just like, oh. Well, that's weird, but I mean, yeah, but we're, it was that word, so maybe he's right. But no, Giannis is a paper boy. Yes. He's not Johnny. He has he's a not, boy. I want my $2. He's just another paper boy when they have a gang of paper boys that go after Lane. In a short scene. It's kind of a short Very scene. Very short scene. Yeah. He's like, they're after me, Dad. They're after me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you had a you had a dispute with uh, Zach on, on you, you. Well, you. you I hesitated. You're like, really? Uh, yeah, I was like, are you sure, Zach? <laughs> But yeah. you also brought up the fact too that you uh, that no Jews watch uh, a Christmas story, and he's like, "No, they do." It was kind of a heated. No, he said that. He said no Jews watch. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm like, of course Jews watch it. <laughs> no, his his whole argument was basically that just um, you know nobody people don't watch a Christmas story if it doesn't apply to their religion. And yeah. I was like, that is. Bunk bunky, that is that is not true at all. And if you haven't listened to that interview, um, you should because it's it's really good. Yes. So now, but since that interview, I ask people, "Hey, have you seen a Christmas story?" And they're like, "If they if they say no, I'm like, is it because it's not your religion?" <laughs> and they're like, uh, "No, I just I just missed all the movies." That's such a Republican thing to say. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Is it because you are a Muslim? <laughs> And they're like, no, it's because I just have, I just, have, you know, my sister-in-law hasn't seen Goonies and hasn't seen that. And I nearly exploded uh, my insides. <laughs> Don't blow your load. Um, yeah, well, I will be, I am kind of surprised. Uh, I know we talked about it a little bit in the beginning, but I am surprised that uh, not everybody seemed better off dead. Yeah, but but Better Off Dead isn't played every Christmas for twenty four hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. On TBS. No, I know. I so look, it's yeah, just, I, I I was pretty silent on that part of the interview, anyways. By the way, because I was like, were, no, I don't like. I'm, I don't like religion because I was, I'm I don't want to be controversial here. I was, I was, I'm a kindergarten teacher. 
Do you ever feel like sometimes you're like, oh, like you have to be very censored? Oh, yeah. Because right? you're like, but the parents, and then you're like, oh, I've got, I'm not a teacher anymore. Now, like, this care? this podcast and um, and the podcasting After Dark I do have definitely, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm not prude-ish by any way right. or means, but for 15 plus years, I was holding myself back from swearing. Right. Though, you know, I, I have... I have plenty of people that say, well, yeah, but you've said a lot of things yeah. as a teacher. Maybe you should have. Uh, I've said a woolly woo here and again. <laughs> I had one student come home and she's like, mom, what, what's a butterface? And she's oh like, why? God. She goes, Mr. Schaefer said that. And Kristen's like, yeah, you remember when you called that girl butterface? They go, no, 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 no. For context, <laughs> I was reading a book and I threw a bunch of names in. I go like Johnny Bang Bang, Freddie Boom Boom, uh, you know, Butterface. Betty Butterface. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids all laugh because it's a funny thing. And I'm oh, like, ooh. God. And she goes, Mr. Right. Schaefer, do you know where he, she might have heard that? And I go, yeah. I have no idea. No idea. No idea. So yeah, this this from the, her father, <laughs> from from her alcoholic yeah. father. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I have definitely, God, funny. The, you know, grown, uh, allowed myself yeah. to live fully. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Play You're living fully. out loud, yeah. like that movie. Well, that was a was that a, a stand up comedy movie? I really I don't know. I have I no like idea. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I have no idea. But. We digress yet again. All right. Uh, anyway, Johnny, he's a paperboy. Uh, go see Better Off Dead out in theaters. In theaters now. Do your TBS voice. Better Off Dead, Fridays at 7 on TBS. <laughs> and that's my signature laugh. <laughs> smoking cigarettes. Anyways, we'll catch you on the flip side, y'all. Don't be a butterface. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four... Is it five-star rating? (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really... Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen to us on Spotify, that's great too. And you can find us on the internet. (laughs) Don't forget to check out our website at $2LateFee.com. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at $2LateFeedPodcast. We'll see you next time. We did it. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 